everyone. Welcome to Working Mums NZ, where we share stories from everyday women about their experiences working through pregnancy and returning to work after having children. I'm Ursha and I'll be your host for this podcast. I hope that you enjoy and can take comfort from these stories. Today we chat with Mel who is mum to Cohen who is 16 months old and working as a marketing coordinator at a large footwear company. Mel takes us through a really interesting story about her return to work after having Cohen when she was partway through her mat leave an opportunity that she had had her eyes on for a really long time opened up and she had to work through this decision whether to put her name forward um, which would mean she would return to work with significantly more responsibility. There are a few interesting twists along the way um, so I'll let Mal take you through those. She also talks about some of the unexpected adjustments to becoming a working mum, like suddenly um, becoming financially dependent on someone else while she was on leave, and then learning to share that parenting role when she returned to work after essentially being a full-time mum for 10 months or so. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today, Mel. I really enjoyed hearing your story, and I think a lot of women will be able to take something from it, so I hope you enjoy. Hi Mel, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Hi Ursha, thank you for having me. Do you want to start by telling us a bit about you and who is in your family? Yeah, sure thing. Um, So my family is made up of myself and my husband, Steve. We've been married coming up four years, but we've actually been together for 16. Um, And we also have our 16-month-old son, Cohen. Awesome. Um, And can you tell us a little bit about your career journey? So maybe rewinding back to the beginning and up until you had Cohen? Yeah. um, So I guess close to eight years ago, I just finished up a year-long overseas working holiday and I came back to New Zealand. We were broke. We were (laughs) a little bit desperate and I kind of just took the first job that came at me, which was a customer service role at a, at a global footwear brand here. Um, I had a background in marketing and PR from studying. Um, I, did, I had a degree in communications. Um, so I was always kind of determined to get back into that sort of uh, industry. Um, but yeah, no, so I started this customer service role and I ended up kind of working my way up in the company over the course of uh, five to six years. Um, I worked as a marketing assistant for a long time, slash um, I was a merchandiser for a while. It was um, a little bit of a mixed bag, but I was always working towards the marketing department, um, which at that time only had one role, which was marketing manager. Um, About two years ago, a role came up, which was marketing coordinator. And naturally, I jumped on board that um, and immediately put my hand up for it um, as it was a job that I was hoping would come for, for many years. Yeah, yeah, cool. Amazing. That classic kind of um, get get in the door and foot on the ladder and um, work your way up. Yeah. I, it still surprises me that I'm, I'll be coming up eight years with um, – with this company now. So yeah, uh, I think it's in November actually that I'll be eight years there. So it's, it's, it's a great company to work for. And um, yeah, I, I'm glad that things have worked out for me there. 
Yeah, awesome. Cool. And did you decide to start a family? Can you take us through that journey? Yeah, so um, the short answer is yes. Um, we did decide that we were ready to start trying for a baby, um, but we didn't realize it would happen so quick. Um, yeah. We were really fortunate that we didn't struggle at all to conceive Cohen. And I know that there's plenty of women out there who are either going through struggles of their own or um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't take any of that for granted, but it almost happened a little too fast for us. Um, yeah. <laughs> I had only been in that marketing coordinator role, which I had waited for years for, um, for only a two or three months before I found out that I was pregnant. So it was a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. Um, and it almost, yeah, it was almost too quick, but obviously no regrets now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you can ever be fully prepared, right? <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Uh, how did you find working through your pregnancy? Um, I, it wasn't bad, actually. I was really lucky that I didn't have any morning sickness or obviously obvious side effects to deal with at work. So for the most part, I found working fine. Um, I did have... I was really tired in my first trimester, which I'm sure a lot of women find that. Um, there were so many days where I would come home from work and have a nap at 6 p.m. Uh, yeah. when I got home. It was ridiculous. Um, but obviously, once you get into the second trimester, it, that all kind of the energy levels came back up again. Thank goodness. Um, yeah. I guess one part that I found really difficult was when I was pregnant, the, the team, the size of the team was only about 16 or 17 people. And three of those people had, were going through their own personal battles to get pregnant. So mm. I found it extremely difficult to either kind of tell them for start, but also just kind of be pregnant around them. It was, it was a mm. little bit, it was really hard. Um, I mean, even though it was good news that I was delivering, it still felt like I was delivering bad news to them. Yeah. Um, but they were all genuinely happy for me. And it was, yeah, it, it was just one of those things that I found really hard just to kind of get over that barrier. Yeah, totally. Mm. Um, and how about um, like telling your your boss or your manager? Because I think you mentioned um, you had just taken the role. So what was yeah. that like? <laughs> I had actually, I had worked with her for a couple of years because while I wasn't in an official marketing coordinator role, I was essentially doing similar work. Um, so that was that was quite fine. Um, I was still very nervous about it. Um, I guess I was also nervous because she doesn't, she's not, she wasn't the biggest fan of kids. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't want any herself. So she yeah but she was she was great and she handled it really well and and it wasn't I don't think it was a really a real big surprise um because yeah. I mean Steve and I had been married for a couple of years then um so it was I think she probably knew that that was going to be on the cards at some stage during that role yeah yeah no that makes sense mm. um so how much parental leave did you decide to take um, so I was lucky enough to be in a position to decide to take, to take a full year off work. Although saying that, I did end up going back 
two months earlier, but um, the plan was that I'd take a full year to hang out with Cohen, try to figure out how to do this whole mum thing and, yeah, really get my grounding as a, um, in my new, new, new role. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and how did you find your recovery both physically and emotionally in that time? In terms of after I had Cohen, um, I mean, obviously, when you have a baby, there's a lot of physical recovery to do. But because I had chosen to take in, to take that full year off work, I was totally fine by the time, um, yeah, even a few months rolled around. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it does take a little bit of a toll on your, your body in different ways. <laughs> Yeah. And, and then in terms of emotional recovery, um, I, yeah, that was, that was fine. Becoming a mum, like there's things that you do have to get over. Um, so sleep. <laughs> oh, know, yeah. I mean, you, <laughs> you uh, there's going to be days where, um, you know, you don't have as much sleep as you'd like, but uh, it's just one of those things, those barriers that you kind of, you have to get over at some point. <laughs> yeah. And how did you find juggling your finances, um, taking that year away from work or almost a year away from work? Yeah. Before I left, the um, before I went on leave, Steve and I sat down and um, got kind of ran through all of our budgets and expenses to make sure that everything would be covered. And um, we actually did it quite frequently while I was on leave as well. Um, one thing that I did find a little bit difficult in terms of finance was it was the first time in my adult life that I had been financially reliant on someone else for such a long time. Mm. Um, I had always earned money and I had money to spend myself and and going from you know, having a little bit of financial freedom to, um, you know, being on like a budget and and mm. things like that was a little bit difficult. And I did feel quite vulnerable as well, even though I didn't need to, like Steve's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we're in a heavily married relationship, but you can't help but have those feelings creep in. Totally. It's quite an adjustment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think you mentioned you'd been working there for like many years, having your yeah. own income, and then yeah. suddenly um, it all just becomes a team effort, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, Steve had no problem with it, but I was just like, I feel vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And can you take us through your decision to go back to work? I think you mentioned you ended up going back a bit earlier than you had planned. What drove that? Yeah, so it was a little bit. Interesting. So um, I was due to go back to work in May this year. In February, I got a call from my manager. Um, and just to remind you, we were a marketing team of two. So it was marketing manager and marketing coordinator. So the marketing manager called me and she said, hey, I just thought I'd let you know that I've actually resigned. And I said, oh, okay, oh. <laughs> what's mm. happening there? So it took a little while to kind of um, figure out what was going on. But basically her role um, became advertised internally. And yeah. I was faced with a decision of do I – go for it and try to further my career or do I say nope I'm a mother now that's my priority and um but I'm happy in my current role and I actually went with mm. the latter 
it was a really mm. tough decision at the time and um but I'm really glad with the decision I made um because it just worked out well for everyone involved mm. um and then in a kind of twist um before I went on leave I they hired somebody to on a contract basis to replace my role and I, I spent a month training with her and in that month I realized I was like this 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 girl is clued on she is onto it um and it turns out that she had actually done really well in my role in the company mm -hmm. that she decided to go for the marketing manager manager role while All right. I, yeah so it's a little bit weird when I tell people about this, but um, yeah. so basically the person who covered my maternity leave contract is now my boss. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very interesting um, experience, but at the same time, she's doing such a great job and she's excellent to report to. So yeah, I'm I have no regrets on how that, how that went and yeah, it, the marketing management role would have been a lot more commitment. A lot more, yeah. um, well, it was meant to have a lot more travel, but then 2020 happened. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that sounds really interesting. I'm thinking, like, how did you make that decision? Like, did, were there, did you go out and kind of talk to lots of people or were you just kind of immediately like, oh, no, I'm not ready to take that step or what was going through your mind? Um, I did talk to a lot of people, actually. I, I spent a lot of time talking to Steve about whether we were ready mm. for it because his, his role was quite demanding as well. He actually owns his own um, digital marketing company. So we yeah. kind of had to make a decision as well together because we didn't want to have a situation where we were both in such serious careers mm. that Cohen was missing out on certain aspects of family life. So, yeah. It, yeah, it was a big decision, um, but I'm really happy that I managed to kind of make it, stick with it, and I'm now really happy yeah. with it. So. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But in terms of kind of transition back into the workplace, so obviously all this um, change in management happened in February. And then March happened. So March, mm. we went into level four lockdown um, in the last couple of weeks, which, as you know, changed the dynamic of quite a few workplaces. Mm. So I was approached by the country manager a few weeks into lockdown, and I was asked if I would be interested in returning to work early, which is how I ended up in the position um, of returning a couple of months early um, than yeah. what I expected. So at this point, my husband, Steve, was also working full time um, from home and with restrictions on bubbles and all that jazz, we had no one to look after Cohen apart from ourselves. So mm. I returned back part time for a few weeks so we could try, figure out a routine to look after Cohen. And, um, and it worked yeah. out pretty well. Uh, we'd take kind of shifts looking after him, um, taking him for walks and things. And then he was still taking two naps a day at that time. So we could always rely on having at least a few hours where both of us could knuckle down and do some work. Yeah. Once I returned back full time, it was just before we went into level three. Um, so we managed to kind of combine bubbles with um, a couple of people. Uh, Steve's family really stepped in and helped us out a lot. Um, they'd take Cohen uh, between like 10 and 1. So 
between his two naps so that we could get a really good, decent chunk of work done. And then we also had a close friend of mine who also had a, um, a toddler the same age. She would look after him a couple of days a week as well, mm. which um, was really great because obviously Cohen got a little bit of socialization and mm. he kind of got used to staying at people's houses, <laughs> having his nap yeah. like, put down by other people. Um we were able to get him into full-time daycare. Um, we weren't actually able to get him in until June. So we had three months basically of transition where he's, he was being looked after by a whole bunch of different people, which was actually quite good. It was it was basically a long lead to kind of dropping him at daycare. It wasn't like a um, all of a sudden like cold turkey, if you like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that because of the lockdowns? Yeah, or? it was all because of lockdowns, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so when once the daycare opened back up at level one, they couldn't fit him in for, I think, like three or four weeks after that. So just sitting there juggling him for a few more weeks. But it's it all worked out well. And I guess um, one of the silver linings that have, has come from COVID is that workplaces have become a lot more flexible with things like working from home or working flexible hours. Like I before year happened, well, I was in the office nine to five. So Cohen would have been, you know, dropped off at eight and not picked up until 5.30. But with this yeah. whole, with the whole COVID situation now, we have uh, a lot more time with him, I feel, um, than what we would have had if this hadn't happened. Yeah. So is he in daycare full time now? He is. Yeah. And he is yeah. loving it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Um, I guess in terms of how I found it to adapt, though, I actually did still find it quite difficult at the beginning. I think I was just putting a lot of pressure on myself um, with both the responsibilities of mum and work. So mm. I was always – before – I went on maternity leave. I was always the one that stayed late if, if something needed to be done. I, um, you know, I took my job really seriously and I was always, um, you know, working overtime to make things happen. But, of course, mm. you can't really do that once you become a mum. Like, as soon as five o'clock yeah. hits, you, you're, you're in the throes of, you know, getting dinner sorted. You, you've got to get a bath, yeah. bed, and then you've got to sort yourself out too. So. Um, it did take, a, I'd say, two to three months to really adjust well. And like I said, COVID was an interesting kind of mix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I I don't think we talked about it, but were you breastfeeding with Cohen or using formula? I and was. And how did that kind of go when you went back into the office and um, full-time working again? I mean, when we first started out breastfeeding, when I first started out breastfeeding, it was quite the journey. You think that before you're a mum, you're like, oh, okay, you just have to match point A and point B. So, and that <laughs> yeah. will work. It's really not like that. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot of like tears mm. and sore nipples and all sorts of things. But um, we managed to get past that. And uh, yeah, Cohen actually is still breastfeeding to this day. So, yeah. Um, when we started introducing solids to him, we figured out pretty quickly that he had a dairy intolerance. Um, so, mm. anything like formula or any sort of milk product, 
um, adding cheese to his meals. It was uh, it resulted in some pretty uh, violent vomiting. So yeah, it's been a tough journey trying to get him to kind of accept dairy, but he's at the point now at 16 months that he is um, slowly getting a lot more tolerant, which is great. But Mm. in saying that, he refuses formula. He refuses cow's milk. And um, so I've been um, left to to continue breastfeeding, which is not not the worst thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I guess in terms of juggling it with work, so – the first few months um, I was working at home with him. So it was, it was really easy just to kind of give him a lunchtime feed. Um, Mm. When he started going to um, people's people's houses for, you know, a full day, like 10 to 10 to four or whatever. um, I actually just dropped his lunchtime feed and started just feeding him morning and night. Um, yeah. And then now he's just doing one night feed. So it's um, it's it hasn't been rough at all on either of us, which was quite good. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So are you having to pump at work or anything or does it just no, work out that you just feed him out. in the evening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank goodness. No, oh, I no. haven't had many days where I felt like engorged at work, which is good. But, um, but yeah. yeah, it's only when uh, he gets sick and starts breastfeeding on demand again that they mm. get a bit um interesting but uh yeah, yeah i haven't i've never got to the point where i've been like okay i need a pump at work which is which is good <laughs> yeah um so since becoming a mother how have the things that you want from your career changed oh they've changed completely yeah so i think if i wasn't a mother i would have confidently gone for that management role um, there would have been mm. no question. Uh, but now that I have Cohen, I'd just rather spend as much time with him as possible. I'm really enjoying the balance, like having, um, you know, a, a reasonable role in a good company, but also, you know, managing to juggle it. Yeah. It's been great. And is that kind of, it sounds like that's working well for now. Yeah. Um, do you think like in the future you, you see yourself kind of going for those management roles again? Oh, that's a hard question. Um, <laughs> I'd like to say yes, because I, I, I think I think it will come down to though if we go for a, a second baby, how totally I'll yeah. that. Um which isn't on the cards any time by the way, but you know. You never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it is one of those things, though, that I don't think I'll be, even with two kids, I don't think I'll be a stay-at-home mother forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, I think in order to keep that kind of career wheel going, you do have to challenge yourself a little bit. Yeah, I guess it's a tricky time to kind of keep climbing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Especially if you do think there there might be more in the future. Oh, yeah, (laughs) for sure. And what's your favorite thing about working as a mother? Um, So I think my favorite thing is that Cohen and I are getting, are gaining more experience by the day. So for example, I am back at work and I've stopped singing nursery rhymes every day, all day. Um, and, yeah. you know, actually doing something that challenges me mentally. Uh, Cohen's going mm-hmm. to daycare and he's getting so much more experience than what I probably would have been able to offer him at home. Um, and he's not, 
getting bored. He's loving daycare. He's making new friends, uh, socializing. He is getting all the germs. One of the hard things about the whole daycare thing is that they get every germ under the sun. Mm. Cohen went, started daycare in June, which is kind of the beginning of winter. And I feel like from maybe two weeks after he started until maybe the August 2nd uh, level three lockdown, he was really sick pretty much the whole time. It was really heartbreaking mm. and really hard to kind of manage. He, um, he it started with just like snotty noses and coughs and then it turned into like ear infections and uh, he actually ended up in hospital overnight with a suspected like chest infection so it was just it was hard to kind of manage those days where he was so sick that all he wanted was cuddles and mum um but supposedly if they don't go through the throes of getting all the germs now then they go through it when they start school so it's it's hard but it's Mm. it's one of those things that you they kind of have to get through build up that immunity and go from there yeah and I mean, how was balancing that with work, like just as you were getting back into your role as well? Yeah, I mean, I, the company I worked for were really great about it for a start. But also I had accrued so much sick leave. I was, before having a baby, I think I took maybe in my seven years working with the same company, I only took maybe three sick days. So I had all this mm. sick leave accrued and thank goodness I did because obviously I've used almost triple that since going back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and, and I think working from home really helped. Yeah. I'm able to like log in when he's um, sleeping at least and just kind of mm. cover all the bases, but also be there for him. Mm. Great. And uh, the last question. Yep. If you could give some advice to a young woman who might be going through pregnancy or maybe thinking about returning to work, what would you tell them? So don't try to prioritize everything. You probably won't have a clean house, a healthy baby, <laughs> a really great career all at once unless like you're some sort of super mum. You just need to find the balance that works for you. One thing that we've really kind of made the most of is just kind of finding those little services that make your life a little bit easier. So we've signed up for, you know, things like HelloFresh um, just to cover like dinners. So I don't have to worry about that. Mm. Um, and we're talking about getting like a cleaner and so that, you know, once a week I can come home to a clean house <laughs> without a toddler yeah. destroying it. <laughs> but yeah. I know the work-life balance it's tough to begin with, but it really works out well, and it just it does feel good to kind of contribute back into the the pocket money fund again. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I love that advice because I already don't have a cleaner. I I already don't have a clean oh. house, <laughs> so I'm glad to hear. Oh that. yeah, <laughs> like choose choose any two, any two yeah. of the three. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Awesome. Uh, that was all the questions we had planned for today. Is there anything else you want to share before we wrap up? Uh, I guess one thing that I had to kind of deal with with the transition back to work was in my almost year off um, on maternity leave with Cohen, um, it was mainly me kind of managing him. I was obviously doing all the feeding because he was fully 
he was exclusively breastfed pretty much his entire life. So um, the mm. things that Steve did was quite minimal. And once I went back to work, I had to kind of stop and let Steve kind of take over and do a lot more things. And he's actually ended up doing mm. all the daycare pickups and drop-offs. He, he, the Cohen's daycare is right beside his work, so that always helps. But he gets him ready in the morning, feeds him breakfast, and it's it's one of those things that I had to transition in my mind, being like, "Oh no, you're not doing it my way," but had to kind of let him find his mm. own way to do it um, and look after him because, like, obviously he's going to be fine with his dad. So <laughs> it's, it's just it's just me yeah. kind of letting go and being like, "Okay, yep." off you go and now it's great like even this morning yeah um get a little sleep in while him and Cohen are watching Thomas the Tank Engine or something I don't know what they were doing but no that's cool that's probably really cool for like Steve and yeah. Cohen as well um and it's it's definitely something that comes up over and over again like often people are willing to give you help and there are resources available but to actually cross the line and accept it can be like yeah. a whole nother yeah. kind of step. It's, yeah, so, you, you've just got to yeah. kind of step back and, and just let people help sometimes. Otherwise, yeah. you yeah. kind of, you get to that breaking point <laughs> and you don't want to be there. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Uh, thank you, Mel. I really enjoyed hearing your story, um, particularly some of the changes that kind of happened at your work while you were on leave which I'm sure um probably a lot of women end up yeah. in that situation and just hearing kind of your story and how you dealt with that and how it's worked out really well for you so um thank you for joining us ah, and sharing your you're story. very welcome thank you for having me it's been great thanks for listening to today's podcast I hope you enjoyed it if you have a working mum story that you'd like to share I'd love to hear from you please get in touch via our website workingmumsnz.com. Thank you and I hope to see you next time.